All right, hey. everybody. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Why Pay Retail. I'm Marty, and I'm Jonathan, and this is the show where we talk to all of you clippers and hagglers and and deal scrabblers, and uh, just let you know, hey, we're all in this together. We're all going to find ways to break this capitalist machine down one cog at a time. Yeah, Jonathan, how are you? I'm doing well. Uh, just completing a move into my new place. Oh, uh, congratulations. Yeah, my sister bought a house. And... and remind me, how much under asking price was that? Uh, I, I believe at least 5000 Nice. Yeah. I, yeah. I want to say that after all of the other things that have popped up, mm-hmm. it was 5000 under. Nice. So that's a pretty good deal. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but we're uh, today... Uh, was moving day. Mm. We had some wonderful movers. Uh, belt, I think it was the Beltway Movers. Okay. Check them out. They were really good. They were great. Yeah. It was two guys, and they were fast. Paid by the hour and moving fast. That's how you know you got good people. Yeah. Because um, they're not incentivized. Right. Not incentivized. <laughs> to right. do a good job. You know, you just take like, oh, where do you want me to put this? No, they were like solid workers. Nice. Uh, and then, uh, so I was, I said to, to my sister, like, is there anything you need? And she's like, well, I would like to do laundry. And I was like, oh, we don't have any. Uh, detergent. detergent or yeah. anything so because of where my school is it's right across the street from a costco Ooh. went over and got a uh just a thing of water because water is when you think about how oh of uh, bottled yeah water. bottled water okay, yeah just to think how much bottled water could be it is like two dollars yeah at costco uh i mean sure i'm destroying the environment yeah with all those plastic it's bottles awful. it's awful but damn it's cheap uh, and uh, then was able to get detergent and fabric uh, softener sheets so that my sister nice. could do laundry. And, and enough that's why you, to last you probably a year. Enough to last me a year. It was wonderful. Yeah, that reminds me, uh, Amy and I are due to go to Costco again. And I know because we finally hit the end of, uh, I think it's our dish detergent. Okay. Uh, we bought... Um, uh, and maybe it's time for an upgrade. You know, everybody's all excited about Tide Pods. Yeah. So we, we bought a bunch of pods. Um, gosh, it has to have been six months to a year ago uh but they were not colorful and shiny right and, they were the like delicious looking yeah. they just look like powder packed yeah. inside of these kind of starchy yeah bundles uh but we're out i think i think the last one is about to get used wow so uh we're definitely due for a costco trip which as a car-free couple is a little challenging yeah that's kind of difficult yeah uh typically what we do is we rent a zip car and uh and go out there but i think what we're going to do this time is a little bit trickier uh my sister is coming to town uh, not too long and she's bringing her whole crew lunch yeah and uh it's well it's a lot of folks and we're going to be housing and and feeding the lot of them Mm. for a a week and uh so obviously she's driving up here in a pretty large vehicle right and i think we're just gonna get her to give us a little lift nice give us give us a ride out there i mean also dot 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 i have a car i could get you there Oh, I wouldn't want you to put yourself out. For you and Amy, it's never... Actually, for Amy, it's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, but, uh, no, thank you for the offer. Yeah, I appreciate it. It's always but, there. Um, you, know, you know how it is when, when I've got my eye on a deal. Like, I just I want to fire at it. So, Get it. Uh, yep, gonna gonna take a ride in my sister's giant van and uh, just load it up, you know? It's hard to go wrong with Costco. It's one of my favorite places. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Wonderful people. Uh, speaking of wonderful people, yes, I'm excited about our guest today. Me too, extremely. 
Yeah. Uh, of, of all of the different topics on the show, different questions we've answered, different places we've been and interviewed uh, people, uh, of all the places we've been kicked out of for doing trying to do uh, live podcasting at uh, uh, different yard sales, yeah. um, at uh, different flash sales, mm-hmm. at... Um, oh, you all remember our Black Friday episode. Uh, how's the arm, by the way? Uh, you know what? you They say six to eight weeks worth of uh, just physical therapy, mm-hmm. and that's undershooting it. Mm. Yeah, you really want to keep keep it up. Well, hey, look how high you got your arm just then. Yeah, I mean, three quarters is somewhat okay. Yeah. Uh, pretty good. Well, I'm glad your range of motion is uh, coming back online. But uh, anyway, all that was to say that our guest today has, has seen some things mm-hmm. and has built some skills that uh, I still just see as next level. Yes. So uh, unless there's anything else. No, there isn't. All right, let's get to it. We'll be right back. Hi, everyone. I'm Jessica Hinken. I'm Laura Wexler, and we're the hosts of the Stoop Storytelling Series podcast. We are a podcast in which you can hear true personal stories that are sad, happy, funny, itchy. There's no itchy stories. Why did you say sad twice? Because there's... We gravitate towards that. That's not true. It's very fun. You can download us on stoopstorytelling.com or iTunes, and you can also find us at the Peak Sloth Podcast Network. Thanks for listening. All right, everybody. Hello. Hi. Hello. Welcome back. We are thrilled to be joined in the studio by a longtime friend of the podcast, Kathleen. Kathleen, hi. How are you? Hey, good evening. Thank you. Thanks for being on. Uh, We're so appreciative that you have come to share some of your expertise Mm -hmm. uh, because your your game is good, as they say. Uh, Specifically, your your thrift shopping and your scavenging game. Uh, Agreed. I'm at the top of my game. Yep. Yeah. So let's uh, let's just jump right in. Dive right in. Uh, I would I would like to go if we could back to the beginning. Um, do you do you remember a point at your life when uh, you realized that that you were good at this or that you wanted to become good at it? That's a great question. Um, I've been thrift shopping probably since I was in college, but prior to that, my grandmother on my mom's side used to take my brother and I to, I think, a Goodwill in Mm -hmm. Glen Burnie, Mm -hmm. where they had bin after bin of dolls and toys and socks, and um, my brother and I thought that that place was absolutely magical, and my grandmother would just, she wouldn't let us buy a million things, but she let us buy whatever we wanted. We'd just fill the back seat of her car up and ride home full of joy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's quite a feeling. Yeah, I, I feel like thrift shop, th- thrift shopping is sort of a cyclical thing because the idea of just being able to go and buying items for your kids and then them getting tired of it, it usually goes back into a bag and back to a thrift store. Um, so I, I like that idea of like completing a circle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're really keeping. In, it's like the nitrogen cycle. Like you're really keeping these items moving uh, through the environment. Yeah, I think. Um, I think thrifting. And is a great way to be green. And Mm, um, I don't believe that we all need all new things all the time at all. So um, thrift shopping and also swapping with your friends, sharing with your friends, giving things away constantly makes a lot of sense to me. Oh, yeah. Do you support file sharing? Um, (laughs) This is not a trap. (laughs) This is not a trap at all. Well, uh, I hadn't really thought about about that in that in the same way 
But Jonathan, if you think it's right, and if Marty thinks it's right, then I think it's right. Well, I believe FCC regulations tell us that what we're about to say is about to be edited and skipped over. Yep. There it goes. I agree. So we're back. Um, uh, Kathleen, you said you you really got your start uh, thrifting on your own in college. Uh, could you tell us a little bit about your first experiences? Um, I think one of the first thrift stores I went to, sadly, is now closed. Many of my favorite thrifts in the Baltimore area, sadly, have closed or they have mm. flipped owners and they just are not as great as they used to be. Mm. But um, I used to go to the Value Village or Village Thrift. I can't remember what it was called really close to here, right in Govins on York Road. And that closed about uh, a year ago, and Ooh. people were devastated. The other amazing thrift in Baltimore was also close to here on North Avenue. All the MICA students used to go there, but oh, yeah. the MICA students were interested in very different things than I would have been interested in. Um, I, do, I used to do a lot of uh, thrifting and reselling. Oh, nice. Um, I don't do as much of that anymore, um, but I've been thrifting for surely more than half of my life. Okay. Nice. Do you have sort of a, like a holy grail that you're always searching for but haven't found yes, yet? Yes, I do. Is it the holy grail? Um, it is It is not fabric. Okay. It is not fabric. It's actually aluminum. Oh. oh. I'm from Baltimore, so I'm saying that word very slowly and carefully. It's aluminum. aluminum. I collect hammer and aluminum. I have some hammer and aluminum jewelry, but the oh, nice. one the one thing that people who collect hammered aluminum always look for is a hammered aluminum purse. Wow. They are I've seen them online, of course. They're always like a hundred and up. I refuse to pay that much, like pretty much for anything except a vehicle so um i don't i know someday i'll find it yeah i but um you you just have to be patient Mm -hmm. if you need something immediately thrifting may not be for you because it's unlikely that you'll find the thing that you immediately need yeah it's maybe better to go to target but if you can be patient Mm -hmm. sooner or later you can find everything I, 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 yeah, like when I go to like a flea market, um, especially up sort of over by um, the the fairgrounds, um, yes. it's huge. And I, I know they had like a toy expo there. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have to, you have to pace yourself because oh, yeah. there's always going to be the same item that you, you want. And so like I, at one point I saw online uh, a price for like a Wee Playhouse Wee Herman. And then mm. I found it at a table, and it at the table it was like twenty dollars more than online, and I was like, I mean, I can I I see a fair price here, um, I'll I'll split you know kind of go in the middle of it. Mm. Um, he did not want to budge, so I I did immediately then go and buy it online. Buy it online. But, oh, I was gonna ask, do you mean the the talking Pee Wee Herman? No, like the the t- the ones that were like the action figurey ones. Oh, the little yeah, ones. the little okay, ones. Okay, because I was gonna say I I there is a possibility that i have the talking peewee herman in my wow. basement right now and i would ha- very happily give it to you i am very happy to give things away but um that's different yeah but also He's a little guy but also talking peewee i mean we could that talk sounds, later that, that, does, that definitely sounds better i'm not sure if it's still in my basement i have something that that the two of you may not even know what it is. I have oh, exciting. the talking Flip Wilson from Ger- Geraldine doll. 
Okay. Yeah, yeah. From, from the Flip Wilson show? Yes. Uh, in my basement. I'm not sure if it's you can still understand what he or she is saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could test it and get back to you on that. I, I feel like a change of battery might work. or. Mm. Could uh, that could that do that? It like, depends or, on what kind of. Uh, does it talk with the pull string? Or it talks with the pull string. I don't oh. think, think yeah, no it has a battery. Required. This was really early on. Yeah. How does that? How does that work? I've never. Um, I think it varies, but essentially, it's like it's a mechanical process. So, um, ah, this is probably wrong, but I want to say it's actually like running uh, either a metal wire or just directly running a magnetic tape. So. So we could actually say that Toy Story 4 is most likely going to be involved about the fact that Woody's losing his voice. That would be amazing. Right? Like, yeah. that's got to be the next step. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Pixar. Well, so you, you've already tapped a little bit into my next question, which is um, what, are, what are some of the most interesting finds that you've come across in your thrifting? Okay. Um, my, uh, this, is, this was not thrifted. So I'm going to veer away from it, the thrifting a teeny bit. Yeah, I'm going to go into the scavenging part. Oh, please. Yeah, I would love um, that. When I was leaving, I was a elementary school teacher okay. for 20 years. And when I was leaving my second school, which was Victoryville Elementary in Baltimore County, a bunch of the teachers were cleaning out. I was clearing out my room and a bunch mm-hmm. of the other teachers were clearing out. And I walked by a trash can in the hallway and in and I saw these little molded rubber heads inside and i thought to myself someone has discarded um like kindergarten puppets where they're molded rubber and you just put your whole hand inside oh wow um they were actually i'm a big fan of this company i don't know if they're still manufacturing anymore they're child craft they have the date stamped on the back of them oh wow um so they are it was a um a black family and a white family. Um, they are very strange looking. A lot of my friends have said that the white dad looks like Mr. Rogers or George B- Bush, the older George Bush. And then <laughs> that's kind of a strange Venn diagram to be like in the uncanny <laughs> valley between those two faces. Yeah, they're true. <laughs> and then the the um, the black baby is far too large. Uh, in comparison to his parents and he's very (laughs) bottom heavy like Mm. maybe he hadn't had a a heavy diaper or something (laughs) they're just strange but who in their right mind would have put these fabulous puppets Uh, directly in the trash in the trash so i fish them out and i keep them at home i've thought to myself if there's ever fire what am i what am i taking out besides my two (laughs) cats i'm probably taking those puppets Oh, awesome! Are they in a go bag? Like they're so, not. Okay. I, do you, you think I should put them, put I just, them by the door? I don't think you have to put them by the door, but I feel like you should have them within kind of a ready to carry, ready mode. to carry mode. Like, well, they're loose right now. They're loose hanging out on a, like um, a side table in the dining room. So I'm gonna when I get home, they're going. They're go gonna. Bag. They're yeah. going to go in a bag. I mean, there is something to be said too about having them out in the world where you can enjoy them and right. your guests can enjoy them, but. Uh, yeah, it's always a trade-off. You got to balance those two needs. I've had people ask if they can have them. Mm. Like people are jealous of my childcraft vintage puppets. They That's when you know you've amazing. you've been successful. You know, when people are asking for things and like, oh, that's wonderful. I would love to have it. And it's like, mm, I think I did a right thing. 
Yes. Yeah, that's 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 a win. That's yeah. a big win. Uh, well, yeah. So speaking of wins and uh, and scavenging, um, it's it's a little bit different from thrifting. Uh, could you, uh, for our listeners, give us uh, some pointers in uh, in how you like to go about it? You mean scavenging things? Mm-hmm. Um, I I I am not like a dumpster diver. I certainly know some, um, and I, it's not like I creep around at night looking in my neighbor's trash cans or anything yeah. like that. But I I do like look at things that people are throwing away and think to myself, well, I could use that. Right. Yeah. Um. So the I guess besides the childcraft puppets, when my brother and I am going back to my mom's mom, she lived next to these people where the the um the parents had passed away and the the young the son who was probably in his twenties was told to clean the house out. Mm. He threw he was throwing all kinds of things, especially his toys and his brother's toys in the trash. Oh wow! So my grandmother said it was okay for us to go my i was probably about 11 my brother was about eight it was okay to go dig through the trash and actually he had thrown away um i'm really into toys okay steve animals who they're stuffed animals made in germany they're very valuable okay so um i sold the um, I used to have a business with my friend Jan. We sold on eBay. Mm. We sold the St. Bernard and the um, Calico Kitten that I pulled from those trash cans years ago. We sold them about eight years ago on eBay for like $40 each. Wow. Nice. So uh, that was, those were pretty great to pull out of the trash. Yeah. Um, and I just, I am just the kind of person that I, my job currently, I work for House of Ruth Maryland, and I run their resale store. Oh yeah, so I this am, is this is pro. This for you. is big. Yeah, I am the manager of their resale store, so I've been looking at donations nearly every day in my life, making decisions about what to keep, mm-hmm. what to give away to others who need it, and what to recycle. Um, so that's that is now like my job. Wow, that's and um, when it comes to clothes, shoes, purses, costume jewelry, etc., I can tell what's worth keeping and what's not worth keeping within seconds because nice. I do it all the time. Right. I do it on a daily basis and I I guess I'm good at it because we're able to make a lot of money for to run our programs right. for women and children who are victims of d- domestic violence, mm-hmm. intimate partner violence. So it's it's now like my it's my profession. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not just that but you're also doing it for good, which is uh, amazing. That's a that's, a, that's another good. Venn diagram yeah. that's hard to get to the middle of. That's awesome. <laughs> Um, yeah, so it, that wasn't my intention to become good at scavenging or thrifting and ultimately run a resale store that's completely, completely donations based, but that's what happened. Well, there, I mean, everybody's got their path. Yeah, definitely. Uh, well, I think we're about at time for, uh, the interview part of our, uh, our episode here, but, uh, before we let you go, do you have, uh, any advice or, uh, words of wisdom that you would like to give to, uh, hopefuls uh, or people that are working on their either thrifting or scavenging skills? Um, there is a book, it is outdated, but I would still recommend it. There's a book entitled Jerk Cheap Real Good, um, that some really cool people printed, uh, published, about at least 10 or more years ago, maybe 15 years ago. You could probably get it for a dollar online. It's still worth Mm -hmm. purchasing. Nice. Um, And, you know, I just feel like we don't always have to buy things. Before, if you really need something, first ask your friends. 
see if they can just give it to you yeah. or they'll trade you for something or barter for something. Right. We have, we are geared up to spend so much money all the time when we already, the things that we already need are in our midst. You just have to ask for them. Hmm, that's really solid advice. Yes. Uh, great. Well, if you don't mind, uh, would you stick around and play a game with us? I would love to play a game. Awesome. That means it's time for Buyer's Remorse. Bless me, O oh Lord, for I have bought retail. That's right. We asked you to tell us what's something that you've regretted buying at full price. Uh, we, we asked you everywhere we, uh, on our website at wehavetoask.com where you could leave us a, a note uh, or on our Facebook or Twitter at We Have to Ask. And uh, Jonathan, mm -hmm. do you have the first one there? Oh, yeah. Uh, so our first one comes to us from uh, Sam S. She said, Marvin's Magic Drawing Board. Hmm. I'm not necessarily familiar with so, that. Is uh, that one of the magnetic erase kind of things? So I, I thought so, too. It is actually one of those boards. So it looks like a chalkboard. Mm. And it's got like the, the black backing to like on the top. And mm -hmm. then you had this like little scalpel, it looked like. And then you would draw... And then it would make it into like a rainbowy color. Okay. And then I think it was like, I don't know if it was heat or something. And then it would like disappear. But um, if it's what I remember, they here. had those, the little plastic sheets. When you applied pressure, they would kind of like create uh, a bright color that would come through the this sheet. Is, and then when you could peel the sheet off. The, yeah, yeah that's okay. What it looks like. So you would peel the sheet off and mm -hmm. then it would go away. Wow. Uh, yeah. I don't. I mean, depending on how much you paid for it, I, I I don't see that being a bad purchase. I think it it really depends. I I could see not wanting to pay retail for that because what are you really getting? How that much you do you think get out of a, a how thrifting? much? How much would you pay for it? How much would I pay yeah. for it? Um, I would pay. Well, I don't personally want one, so I wouldn't buy it. Pay, okay, but, but, but let's say I was getting one for right. like a niece or nephew. Sure. Um, I would pay maybe ten dollars. Okay. And that's Kathleen, assuming that I, I was I was thinking I would I wouldn't pay more than ten. I would hope like that you could find it at the now defunct KB Toys or something mm -hmm. with the red line through it. Yeah, right. Yeah, because those those are interesting toys that I think have kind of fallen out of fashion. Yeah, where they're, they're sort of visually neat, but nothing is as visually neat as an iPad. So exactly. As of recording, there is one left in Amazon, and it is thirty dollars. Wow. Mm. But, yeah, I would say not, not yeah, worth it. No, not worth it. Right. Um, but yeah, uh, just know that you could draw beautiful pictures and feel good about that. I don't know. Yeah, it seems it seems okay. What yeah. what I like about creative things like that, I don't know why I said creative that way. Uh, but but creative toys is that it's it's actually more about what you bring to it than mm -hmm. what the the thing itself does. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think. A board like that is more interesting than a stack of construction paper right. and a bunch of crayons or markers because sure. there's there's kind of a, a different, ma more magical feel to it. Mm -hmm. uh, don't feel bad, Sam. Yeah, don't feel bad. Uh, our next one uh, from Rachel N. Uh, uh, the one hundred thirty dollar beanbag chair that my dog peed on. Ouch. Oh, I hope she was able to enjoy that beanbag chair at least for a couple how, days before the like how big of a beanbag chair is before that? that happened? Yeah, hundred and thirty dollars. Hundred thirty dollar beanbag chair. I'm guessing that's some kind of. I mean, beanbag chairs are one of these things that like any mass manufactured good can range hugely in quality of construction, quality of materials. Um, and yeah, if you're ever buying at retail again, like the thing that you're paying for is like that box, the wrapping plastic, uh, and that new 
item smell. Like you're not really getting anything that you wouldn't get um, from a, a used beanbag chair, except, you know, I don't know, she might have then turned around and donated that to a thrift shop. Yeah. And now someone someone's getting a beanbag chair that with dog but pee. A five, a five foot uh, beanbag chair on Amazon right now. Had, there are 15 colors, but this one is chocolate. Um, is one hundred thirty one dollars? Golly! So, yeah. it, like, I I just I I don't remember how much like a love sack costs. Um, but if you're gonna if you're willing to put the money in for a beanbag chair, mm-hmm. you know, upgrade. Yeah. Well, I and this uh, kind of goes back to like our fancy furniture episode. Yes. Um, the the thing to really do here, and this is less true uh, right now, but. Uh, go hang around offices that are going out of sale. Mm-hmm. If you can uh, like swing a three-week period where you're going to hang out uh, around Silicon Valley, mm-hmm. they are just chucking out Air- Herman Miller Aeron chairs that that retail for like seven to nine hundred dollars. Uh, especially you know places where it's like, oh, work-life balance, enjoy you know games at work. Like those places will be kitted out with things mm-hmm. like beanbag chairs that are just going to get. T- tossed in the yeah. street and you pick them up for for nothing and you can be almost assured that no dog right. has peed on them and to be honest i feel like even with a beanbag chair you should be able to just wash it off the dog yeah, pee shouldn't be a problem it's not unless it's fabric or if depending on the fabric as well i'm thinking scotch guard mm. yeah it may be a, a tag team scotch guard febreze the scotch guard mm-hmm. may be more preventative than anything mm-hmm. else uh, I, I, I want to do one more, but I have three that we can talk about. So I'm going to let you make the choice. Okay. No, we'll let Kathleen, you can make the yeah, choice. Yeah, please. Thanks, Jonathan. Um, we have a Fitbit, cars, or glamour shots? Glamour shots. Glamour shots. Yeah. All right. So that came to us from, uh, our resident sponsor, Vegan Rob from Vegan Rob's Dojo. Oh, thanks, Vegan Rob. Um, glamour shots. It doesn't say how much, but. I can imagine. Well, you can really. Uh, it's not often that there is a deal. That's on true. Glamour shots. Well, uh, because it's it's more of a service than you know. You're you're buying someone's labor, and uh, they they can go on sale. But uh, you know, you're you're not gonna. Unfortunately, you're not gonna like find glamour shots right. unless um, maybe it was given away at auction or um, somebody has a coupon. But uh, I think you're going Sears, to pay retail most of the Sears time. did glamour shots. Uh, recently, and it came with Spider-Man: Homecoming. So, like you, like the movie, yeah. So, like you bought the. I don't know if it was you bought the movie and you got the shots, or you bought the shots and then you got the the movie. Hmm. But I feel like that's a good deal because you're at least getting Spider-Man: Homecoming. That's well, another well, Venn diagram. That yeah, I there was just kind of there's imagine. a lot there. Yeah. Uh, well, Kathleen, I would love to know what you think about this. Well. When my friends, I did not have glamour shots taken, but when my friends had glamour shots taken, and this was, I'm older than you two, um, my friends did not look like my friends anymore. They Mm -hmm. looked like freaks. Oh. Yeah. It was too much. The hair, the outfits, and especially the makeup. Right. Mm. And so perhaps our, our friend who wrote in was uncomfortable with the way he i think yes he looked yeah 
after it is after a, the shot. It is a transformative thing, and I and yeah. here's what I think is difficult because on on the surface, I think of this as an experience, right? And paying more for an experience it can be a lot more valuable yeah. than a thing because that's something new that happened in your right. life. You'll have memories of that. Specifically, you'll have these photographs to look back on right. of this kind of you that's not a you. And ideally, you you nailed it, Kathleen. Ideally, that is some sort of like more uh, more beautiful or right. more refined or at least like Vaseline lens filtered version of yourself. Uh, that you can, um, I don't know, think of yourself more as like a, a glamour model or right. a movie character or, or something. But that's going to be different for everybody, like what your ideal is. Right. And that also is going to be different for whoever is doing your makeup, your hair, your mm -hmm. outfit, your poses. I feel yes. like to get a quality glamour shot, there is a level of hairspray that has to be used and also a cloud around you that you need to bring with you. That you need to bring. Well, in the eighties, they they manufactured all of that. Okay. My yeah. uh, my mom has some glamour shots that that mm -hmm. I remember her getting done in the in the eighties, and it was like, who is this person? Like mm -hmm. like I have never seen her hair go that did, big. Did you it was ever? Amazing. Did you ever like as a as a boy child? As a, <laughs> as a well, I mean, yeah, but just as just as a child, yeah. Uh, did you ever get a glamour shot? Like, no, no, I've never uh, never had the honor. We should try that once. You want to do it? Yeah. We could probably maybe Kathleen. Could you help us like scavenge for a quality deal of like go behind rated and get some expired makeup? Yeah, I didn't even oh, think about that. That sounds perfect. Uh, I mean, that's certainly one way to do it. I personally, uh, I do value the experience that the the glamour shots people bring to the table. Uh, it's for me, it's it's the labor of this like pampering experience, and at the end, hopefully, you you look nice. Um, yeah. But that said, you know, there's a lot of different places to get your hair cut too, and some of them mm -hmm. are better than others. That's so uh, look around, and um, I think to take a page from uh, Kathleen's book, be patient. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, great. Is that, uh, that's it, I guess. Yeah, that's it. All right. Uh, well, thanks everybody for writing in, uh, keep, keep them coming. We'd love to know what are some other things that, uh, you're, uh, hoping to buy. It doesn't have to be all regret. Uh, we would love to be able to help you out and help you get that without paying, uh, all those dollar signs that you see on the label. Mm -hmm. Uh, Kathleen, thank you so much. Yes. Oh, thank you so much, Marty and Jonathan for inviting me. I really enjoyed being yeah, with you. I really appreciate it. Yeah, we definitely appreciated having you here. Uh, and uh, before we let you go, uh, where can people find you if they would like to see you, I don't know, in a performance context? Oh, I'm, um, funny you should ask. I'm part of the Baltimore Improv Group and mm. I am fortunate enough to be part of Old City. Mm. Yeah. And the Old City happens every Friday night at 9 p.m. It's a good time. It's a great time. Yeah. So come on out to Baltimore Improv Group. I want to go on a vacation. Old City is a place to go. That's what I heard. This is, it's an old city. It's got a lot of old stories. Old city. Got a lot of stories. Uh, great. Well, uh, folks, we'll be right back. All right, hey. everybody. We are back. Uh, Jonathan, what a delight. Yeah. Kathleen was wonderful. Um, I'm glad that we spent some time. And hey, everybody, uh, House of Ruth is such an amazing organization. Yes. Um, if you're ever thinking about giving uh, to anything, House of Ruth, yeah. check them out. Give to um, them. You can find them uh, online. They're on Facebook. They do events uh, yeah. all over the place uh, to raise to raise money for these families that yeah. need it. So It's, it's um, extremely important. Yeah, so check them out. Definitely do that. Um, and I feel like I learned an incredible amount today mm -hmm. um number one being uh 
to remind myself to be patient. You know, we live yeah. in we live in a world that tells you that you're alone and that your purchasing power is what defines you. And it's it's really not true. You can right. if you if you can look inside yourself and and ask yourself like do I really need this new fidget spinner phone case? Do I really need um I don't know, th- this new action figure to go with this thing that came out that I've never heard of? Like no. If if Netflix is able to just successfully maintain themselves in a way that when I have children, all that I need to show them is Netflix, um all of their Christmas will just be thrift store stuff. Yeah. Because there's no commercials. They're not like pimping anything out. And as long as I can keep them away from YouTube, I'll be set. Yeah. At least for the first 10 years. I love it. Uh, well, Jonathan, what do we have for next week? Uh, we're going to talk about classes. Oh. Yeah. Like, uh, like learning stuff. Yeah. It seems like an odd topic for us. Uh, well, so I, I think a lot of times you go shopping mm-hmm. for classes, uh, especially when you're like going back to college, when you're trying out a new hobby. Yeah. There are a lot of things that you want to make sure that you're getting a quality uh, education as well as saving some money. Yeah. Didn't know that. So I'm looking forward to learning something there as well. Don't look at that college price tag and take it for what it is. Right. You can negotiate. You can negotiate. Love it. All right. Well, folks, this has been another episode of Why Pay Retail. I'm Marty. And I'm Jonathan. And as always, charge it. See y'all next time. This has been another episode of Why Pay Retail. I'd like to thank our producers Amy and Hobie Lobster. You can thank the Skies and Chaos Roots for our theme song new day. Check them out on iTunes and while you're there, check us out as well. If you're already a subscriber, give us a rating and a review. It really helps. For the discussion online at wehavetoask.com or on Facebook or Twitter at wehavetoask. Don't forget to check out the other podcasts on Peaks Life Network at peakslife.com. Hey, this is Chris. And this is Joe from the Curioso Podcast. You are currently listening to We Have to Ask. We Have to Ask? I gotta be honest with you, I'm not sure what the hell is going on. So we have to ask. I, I, I've tried to ask, you did? and I, I haven't gotten any answers. How many times has this happened to you? I just want to listen to a podcast. I can't choose from all these complicated structures and setups. You want to listen, not think. That's why there's Hobo Radio. You'll feel like the smartest guy in the room in a room by yourself. This doesn't take any intellectual thinking at all. Thanks, Hobo Radio. Hobo Radio, a weekly podcast on the Peak Sloth Podcast Network.